Like many of you, we've battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. How you doing, Mr. Blake? Oh man! Get that, get that misfits rise up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Ooh, spooky season is here. Mm. Yes, sir. It's here and it's ready to rock. And we didn't, we got robbed of it last year, and we are not going to let it be taken away from us this year. That's right, folks. Welcome to When Words Fail, Music Speaks, the first ever Halloween edition of Come Oh man, yes. it's gonna be this is gonna be so much fun. That's awesome, dude. I remember yeah. okay, so have you been to Six Flags? No, I've never been to Six Flags. Really? Okay, so uh I can't remember what it's called. It's called it's it's Six Flags and uh, it's it's the Halloween version of Six Flags. I've okay. been there I've been there one time. Uh Scream Scream um Scream something. I, they call it some kind of weird name. But that is the most fun I've ever been to in my whole life. It's, uh, you know, they'll, okay. they'll, uh, you go, you go to Six Flags at 7 o'clock at night time. Yeah. And it's like 7 to like 1, right? And right on right. It's, it's, it's just like Six Flags. Although, they decorate Six Flags up strictly for Halloween, 7 till, you know, 3, and then they take it all down. Okay. And that only happens on on one one weekend of Halloween. I think it's I think it's the weekend of Hall, uh, of Halloween, and they have all their staff dresses up in like like leather face and it it you know zombies and all of this stuff and they got like haunted yeah. houses. It's it's great. You need to go one time. You know. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I love stuff like that. When we when Allie and I got married, our honeymoon, uh, we we went to. Um, we went to Disney World for our honeymoon. We did the not so scary Halloween party that they have down there. That was a lot of fun. Um, but then we were only at Disney for a day, and then we went to Universal uh, for the rest of the week. And we went to the uh, Halloween Horror Nights that they have over there, and that was a lot of fun. Not so much for Allie, more for myself. Right. Um, but I did convince her to stand in a three-hour line to go through the Stranger Things haunted house because it was the first year that they had it. And it was so fun, but she did not like being scared like that. Um, and uh, I, I've I've enjoyed it. I want to go back. I want to go to Scarewinds. I want to go to all that Scare stuff. Wins. I love That's I love Halloween. Yeah, That's yeah, Scarewinds. It's not not Six Flags. Scarewinds. Oh, okay, um, so Scarewinds. Okay, yeah. Scare I think Six Flags does something Six like that. Six Flags does do that, that but, it, but it's yeah, yeah Scarewinds. That's that's Scare like, wins. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so have you yeah. been to Scarewinds? Yeah. Uh, well, all right. So I have been to Carowinds during the day while stuff See, was set up, yeah. but I did not stay for Scarewinds. I had I left before all that had gotten started. So. That's yeah. probably the it most. Fun, that's probably the most fun time I've ever had during Halloween time. Yeah. Um, because they have really creepy haunted houses. Yeah. You know, you go in there and they, you know, then they and they do the best job to scare the you know the pants off you. Sure. And uh, 
Yeah, but did, but did, uh, I remember I did have shows also, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. One of these shows called it's called like Vampires. It's called Vamp V A M P. Yeah. It was so like generic and boring. Like everybody hated it. Everybody like walked out while it was still going on. Me and my friends stayed because I mean the acting you know was there. They were doing sure. their show, so I didn't want to, you know. But that was not not good, you know. But yeah, yeah, good times. Yeah, so they um, I remember Universal. The first time I'd ever gone to Universal, I was probably like fourteen or fifteen, uh, in uh, Florida, and they had a Beetlejuice show, kind of like right. that, um, yeah. like a little mini concert, and I thought it was so cool. Um, I've always been a fan of the Halloween imagery. Um, I love Halloween movies. I love Halloween Halloween music. I love decorating for Halloween. Uh, I can't wait to um, get into the attic soon and pull out all the Halloween decorations because it's finally time. Football's back. Halloween's right around the corner. Uh, the the uh, cooler weather is kind of here, and then it goes away, but then it comes back. So yeah. it's fun, man. I love I love this time of year. Um, and I've, I've already downloaded HalloweenRadio.net. I'm listening to it every day and uh, just like taking in as much of it as I can because it's, it's always here and then it's gone. So we start celebrating really, really early. But right. um, we had so many great ideas to do um, Halloween episodes this yes. year yes. Uh, and one of the things that we wanted to do because Cover Wars has been such a hit, let's do Halloween-themed Cover Wars. So that is what we're doing today we're going to kick it off the first uh when words fail music speaks halloween edition of cover wars uh we're going to do it uh on the absolute smash single uh of the monsters monster mash and uh what a great song and it's been covered billions and billions of times but um there are definitely some out there that are better than others, and we're going to determine today which one we like better of the two that we'll be talking about. So, so it looks like you almost said Monster Smash. Monster Smash. Because yeah. you said Smash before you said. Oh, well, I almost said this Monster <laughs> Smash hit, and then like the song's called Monster Mash, and yeah. I was like, that's not going to work. Brain does Actually, not. Actually, you know what? That, that that does work. You know, I mean, because it's Monster <laughs> yeah, Mash. I came real close to and saying it's a Monster like, Smash. You know? I'm just going to. I'm going to pause and redirect how i'm gonna put this out there so yeah uh yeah monster mash is a great song um it's always been a fun staple of the halloween novelty song and uh i i'm very very excited to do this one today nice so let's talk about it for a minute sure uh so monster mash monster smash is a 1962 novelty song by bobby Moore's pickett the, the the song was released as a single on Gary S. Paxson's uh, Garpex Records label in August of 1962, along with the full-length LP called The Original Monster Mash, which contained several other monster-themed monster tunes. The Monster Mash single uh, was number one on the Billboard's Hot 100 chart on October 20th through the 27th of that year, just before Halloween. Perfect. Perfect timing, right? Yep. Uh, so it has been a, 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 a Halloween favorite ever since. Yes. So, which is true, because every year, somebody... You're going to hear it. Yeah. You're yeah. going to hear it somewhere. Yep. 
And I and um I remember um I don't know if you watched the office or not, but I remember Jim and Pam telling, you know, you gotta play Monster Mash. Really, Jim? Do you really have to play you know, 'cause 'cause Jim made fan mad and you know I have to give the office every day of every yeah. hour. Oh yeah. Such it a used great to be show. part of our morning routine. We would watch the office every yeah. morning. And the office had so many great Halloween episodes. That's they something do. else I love about it. It's like all the TV shows that had all the Halloween edition uh, episodes, and it's just so, it's so great. I'm trying to remember, but I don't think Friends had a Halloween episode. They had their Thanksgiving one. They have. They do? They may have. I oh, remember okay. Friends, Prince of Bel-Air had a great, yeah, uh, they yeah, always they had do. great Halloween episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't remember yeah. Friends having one. I, I don't know. I didn't watch yeah. a lot of Friends, yeah. so. I did. They but may I, have. Yeah, they may have. Uh, so why don't we talk about history? I'll, and and I'll let you explain it to them. If, sure. If yeah. To, so yeah. the uh, just a little history of the song here. Uh, Pickett was an uh, an aspiring actor who sang with a band <laughs> called the uh, Cordials at night, uh, which was uh, while going to auditions during the day. One night, while he's performing with his band, Pickett did a monologue uh, in, in an imitation of horror movie actor Boris Karloff um, performing the Diamonds' uh, "Little Darling." Uh, the audience loved it, and fellow band member Lenny Capizzi encouraged Pickett to do more with the Karloff imitation. Pickett and Capizzi composed Monster Mash and recorded it with Gary S. Paxton, uh, pianist uh, Leon Russell, Johnny McRae, Ricky Page, and Terry Berg, credited as the Crypt Kickers. Um, Mel Taylor, the drummer for the uh, the Ventures, is sometimes credited with playing on the record as well, while Russell, who arrives late for the session, appears on the single's B-side, Monster Mash Party. Uh, the song was partially inspired by Paxton's earlier novelty hit, Alley Oop, as well as by the mashed potato dance craze of the era. A variation of the mashed potato uh, was danced, in, uh, danced to Monster Mash, in which the footwork was the same, but Frankenstein-style monster gestures were made with the arms and the hands. The producers made extensive use of sound effects in the recording. Um, the sound of a coffin opening was imitated by a rusty nail uh, being pulled out of a board, and then the sound of a cauldron bubbling was simulated by water, be uh, water being bubbled through a straw. Chains rattling were simply chains being dropped on a tile floor, so... Um, I forgot what they call that, but it's like when you watch movies and TV shows and they make all the sound effects with the out, the objects or whatever. I always thought it was so cool. I love yeah. just watching watching them. And there's a oh man, and I can't remember his Instagram handle right now, but uh, there is a drummer on Instagram who recreates a lot of background noise effects with drums. I see so that. he takes all these various like yeah, it's yeah. cool. I can't remember what his Instagram. Yeah, because he does some dizzy um, stuff and like related to yeah yeah i'll have to I'll, all right so when we listen to the song i'll see if i can find it and i'll tell you guys what is and you go check him out he's really cool give him a follow yeah because i always thought um but I, james, go ahead no oh, i'm sorry okay okay because i've always thought like like how did it make certain noises you know because i'm because obviously you know who can find a cauldron at you know nowadays <laughs> you know and sure. uh and it does right. sound like uh somebody's being dragged through those chains and all he did was just yeah. set him in some tile cool. floor, yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, let's talk about the synopsis. So that's what it's about. Okay. The song. The song is narrated by a mad scientist whose monster 
late one evening, rises from the late from the from his lab and performs a new dance. The monsters are dancing. They're dancing. Seems like a dance monster, huh? Yeah. Uh, with the name implying that it's inspired by the mashed potato, a popular dance of the early 1960s, the, the, the dance becomes the hit of the land. When the scientist throws a party for for other monsters, among them classic 1940s horror film icons, such as the Wolfman, Igor, Count Dracula, and his son. I didn't know that he had a son. And Count Dracula and his son. Well, who is his son? I don't know. Who knows? Vlad, maybe? Vlad. Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) Makes sense, because it's, I mean, Dracula is a vampire, so, you know. Um, so, in, in addition to narrating the song in the Carla voice, Pickett also impersonated fellow horror film actor Bella Lugosi as Count Dracula with the line, whatever happened in my Transylvanian twist. And character actor ah. Peter Lore as Igor. A role that Lore never played, though he did play numerous deformed eccentrics. Hmm. The mad scientist explains that the twist has been replaced by the monster mash, which Dracula embraces by joining the houseman, the Crypt Keeper Fi. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story closes with the mad scientist inviting you, inviting you, the living, to the party at his castle. Yeah. I, for one, would love to go. Yeah, I'm all for it. Let's go. Yeah, let's go, man. <laughs> right now, let's do it. So, uh, obviously, this was a huge hit uh, and continues to be a big hit. It it, it always, um, you know, comes back every year whenever you start going to Halloween parties, and there's going to be some version of it out there. But there were a few other versions of the Monster Mash that were out there. Um not necessarily the monster mash itself, but other uh, written in the same style. Right. So uh, you got a monster's holiday, which was a Christmas uh, Christmas themed follow-up was recorded by Pickett and released in December of 1962, peaking at number 30 on the billboard chart. The tune was penned by the renowned novelty song composer, Paul Harrison in 1974, Buck Owens had reinvented monster's holiday, giving it the title. It's a monster's holiday. Um, that song peaked at number six on Billboard in mid-September of the same year, and number nine in Canada, don't you know? Uh, in 1985, with American culture experiencing a growing awareness of rap music, uh, Pickett released Monster Rap, which described the mad scientist's frustration at being able, uh, being unable, excuse me, to teach the dancing monster from Monster Mash how to talk. Mm. Uh, the problem is solved whenever he reaches the monster or to, he teaches the monster to rap. A movie musical based on the song starring Pickett was released in 1995. I have to watch that. Mm. During the 2004 presidential election, Pickett turned the song into a campaign video and retitled it Monster Slash with lyrics by environmental uh, environmental campaigner Peter Altman, in which he critiqued President George W. Bush's environmental policies. Um, so the, also there, the, the Transylvania twist that's mentioned in the lyrics of Monster Mash was also written into a full song for the film Spookly. 
scene. Not saying I would never watch it though. Right, spookily the square. <laughs> I love Halloween meetings. Spookily the square pumpkin. So yes, that is maybe a children's movie. Mm, maybe, who knows? Maybe, but who knows, man? I'll check it out. So we have found two versions of the song that that Blake really really liked, and um, yeah. So we are gonna play one of those for you right now. If you want us to go. Yeah, um, do you want uh, Do you want me to talk about All-Star Weekend for a minute? Yes, let's do that. Okay, so All-Star Weekend was an American pop rock band uh, based in uh, Poway, Poway, California. Uh, the band gained its popularity from the Disney Channel Television Network. Uh, the band currently consists of lead singer uh, Zachy Zach David Porter, uh, bassist Cameron Kissing, Drummer David Allen Martinez, leading guitarist Nathan Darmondy, and rhythm uh, rhythmist Tom Norris. In September of 2011, guitarist Nathan Darmondy left the band and later pursued his his uh, solo career. They were best known for their singles "Dance Forever," "Come Down with Love," and "A Different Side of Me." They disbanded in August 4th, excuse me, on August 4th of 2013. The band first rose to fame when they were contestants on Radio Disney's special "Next Big Thing" or NBT. Um, under their uh, former name, All Star. Uh, despite being a fan favorite, the band lost, coming second to Johnny and Brookie, of who I have never heard, so um shows you how much they really won, right? <laughs> a few months later, the band signed... Excuse me, signing on August 29th of 2009 to their official YouTube uh, and immediately began work on their debut album, or excuse me, debut EP, Suddenly. Their debut album, Suddenly Yours, was released in October of 2010 and peaked at number 197 on the Billboard 200, just barely made it. Mm. Uh, the Kickstarter-funded uh, All-Star Weekend album was, rela- <laughs> was released as the band's, the, excuse me, the, band, the new band's self-titled debut in October of 2013. Uh, Martinez and Schneiders left the band in April of 2014, uh, quiz, quizzing, kissing. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. I'm so sorry. Uh, went on an indefinite hiatus in January of 2015, and the band now currently consists of Zach Porter on lead vocals, Chris Morrison on lead guitar, Anson on drums, and live member uh, Gabe Rudner on the uh, keyboards. Their version of the Monster Mash was released as a single, and you can find it on Spotify. And uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good, guy. Pretty good. Sounds like you can find anything on Spotify music related. Just about. There are some things that I can't find. Even podcasts like this podcast, you can find it all there. Even this podcast, you can. And if you're, when you go when you go like these versions that you're listening to, just go ahead and uh, search for "When Words Fail, Music Speaks" podcast and give this a like and a follow as well while you're at it. I mean, what's it? What's it going to hurt you? What's it huh? going to do? Just five seconds out yeah, of your yeah, the just, whole day. Just do it. Like, just do it. Just do, do it, it, or I'll find you. I'll okay. come to your house. I'll okay. find you. Are you able to see this, anyway. sir? Anyway, we're here. So, uh, yeah. So let's um, let's let's listen to this uh, this uh, first version by the All Star Weekend. Um, again, you can find it on Spotify. Uh, pretty great bop. Can't wait to uh, to dive into this one and then get to our next one, which is also pretty rad. Are you able to see this? Yes. Yep. Okay. I can see that. Okay. So yeah, for those of you on the YouTube channel, um, 
we've got uh, we've got videos for these two. Yes. Um, although I think this might be yeah, that's the Misfits one there. Um, there we okay. go. So yeah, uh, for those of you watching on the YouTube channel, there are music videos that are going along with these today as part of a special Halloween edition of Cover War. So uh, you guys get to enjoy this as much as we are going to get to enjoy it because I have not seen this music video for All Star Weekends Monster nice. Mash yet. So. All right. So here we go. Right. And three, here we go. two, one. Take it away. Starting right now. What's up, all you trick or treaters? Happy Halloween, everybody! Go get that candy. <laughs> Yo, dog, where are you guys? I can't find you. It's so dark out here. Hey, Cameron, don't steal my candy.
all right so that was all-star weekend's version of the monster mash uh with an accompanying uh music video it's pretty good that's a good that's a good halloween themed music video i think the one guy might have been ron weasley uh from the harry potter movies i'm not positive on that um i spotted a teletubby in there so two thumbs up <laughs> yeah but okay so there are some great great aspects okay. about the about the video that i like and the song okay uh, yeah. So to me, they they were kind of like a rap group. Am I correct? I, I guess they were like. I mean, they were Disney Channel, you know, like a oh, Disney Channel okay. pop band. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I mean, now I do remember All Star Weekend popping up on one of the Punk Goes Pop right album. Okay. okay. I can't remember what the uh, what the name of the song was that they did, but um. Yeah, I, I mean, I had heard of the band. I wasn't as familiar with them. I couldn't name you another one of their songs. Right. But uh, yeah, they uh, they they're not around anymore. Any obviously, but um, yeah, they they got big through Disney Channel, and I think this was probably at the height of their career whenever they did this this version of the song. So it looks a little dated. You can tell us from like ten years ago. But then we're about to do another. Another version from like 1997. So, well, yep. anyway. I, well, okay, so <laughs> the, I do like the beat. The beat's amazing on this, but the yeah. uh, but the song to me felt extremely rushed. Like okay. they wanted to get rid of they, they wanted this song to get done. I don't know. It's uh, like sure. something yeah. something that didn't sit right with me. It might have it might have been a, a you know a push from the uh, record label to yeah. be like, hey, you need to do a Halloween song here. Right. There's a lot of money, money, and you can do this, right? Just get it over with. Yeah. So, I can see that. Yeah, but yeah, but it's not rushed for me. Yeah, but yeah. the good thing yeah. about the the video, I I love the video because uh, you know, obviously we all go to parties, Halloween parties, and I saw them bobbing for apples, and they had the courtroom with the with the smoke coming out of it, and it seems like a good time, you know. Um, all right. their their friends were there, and yeah, but I I don't know if I really truly like this version. I don't know, but. There's another, there's another version. That we oh have, yes, uh, the there is. Yeah. So there is another. I don't know of anybody, anybody that doesn't like the misfits. And if you say you don't, you're lying to yourself. Okay, so I have, a, I, I have a quarrel with the misfits. <laughs> I have, a, I, I have one quarrel. I still love their music, right? Right. Do you remember? Do you, do you remember when I when I tweeted Doyle? Oh, oh God! I, yes, I do remember that. Still, I was going to bring that I'm up still, on our, uh, I'm still our not four over. punk part two. I'm, I'm still not over this. I'm, I'm, that was mm. rough. It was a little rough. He just says you it was don't. a little. It was it was a little rough to. And I I like I remember when that happened, and you sent me the screenshots. And I was like, and you're like, oh man. <laughs> but see, David Keller, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. But see, David Calabrese said, said, said was told us that he was being cheeky. Whatever that means, I don't know what cheeky means. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the hell is cheeky, man? Mean? I don't know what that word means. So, for it's any of you who who okay. like to look up words, look that one up and uh, please tell us what it means. But the Misfits, yeah. the Misfits are a horror punk band, uh, and they covered this version of the Monster Mash in '97 as part of the promotion yeah. signing a a DVD released. A uh, 1967 stop motion film 
Man Monster Party, and I did have it on VHS. It's somewhere at my house. Oh, really? Place. Yeah. Cool. Um, so their version was released as a single in '99, and the new version, uh, was recorded for their 2003 album, Project 1950. I almost bought that exact record. Dude, I had to get it. First mm. off, I do love. I know you said you weren't crazy about the Project 1950. Right. Version, uh, the 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 version of the, it. The, the rest album, of the, the rest of the book. album is fantastic, dude. So yes, for those of you who don't know, this was the Misfits cut doing a bunch of cover songs of songs from the fifties, rock and roll songs. So you got this Magic Moment, Dream Lover, um, Great Balls of Fire, um, Only Make Believe, uh, classic songs, and You're the Devil in Disguise, classic and stuff like that. Songs, right. So, yeah. but they also do. First song on side B is Monster Mash, and I I know you said you were you weren't a fan of this one. You prefer the '97 version, but of the Project 1950 version of it. Now I know you this like was it? a weird time for the Misfits. This was 2003, whenever they put out Project 1950. Well, see, um, okay, so let's let's, uh, let's Graves had already left the band. Right, Doyle took took the yeah. singer Doyle and and Des from Black Flag. Uh, but Jerry only, Jerry only, yeah, Doyle wasn't even in the band anymore. No. Like Doyle had left, Graves had left. This was Jerry only, and uh, Dez from Black Flag. Black Flag and um, I think, I think Robo came Robo back from the yeah from the yep. past misfits. Yep, Robo yeah. came back and they did this album, and this was Jerry only's uh, side project uh, uh, first attempts at singing, yeah. being yeah. A, a front man. So. Right. Mm-hmm. But he did sing in this in in, in this cover too. So. Yes, yes, he he sang in that one as well. Right. Um, and then and the, you can hear the uh, yeah. graves in the background. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay, so uh, the Misfits recorded their version of Monster Mash in '97, and they recording studio in Newark, New New Jersey. And bassist Jerry Only later stated that that uh, the Monster Mash was a no brainer for the Misfits. Obviously, right? Ah. Ah, ah, I see what he did there. Oh, I no see brainer. what he did because zombies, no brain. Yes, thank you, no, Jerry. Jerry only keeping it creepy. If only I would oh, get you on this podcast, that'd be great. Oh God, that'd be great. That'd be so great. I still love you, Doyle. Come back. Be nice to us. <laughs> love you. I'm still never gonna because get over that. Cheeky. <laughs> cheeky. Um. Uh. Cheeky. It was a no no brainer for an Misfits to cover this timeless Halloween release. The song was always a childhood favorite of mine. Uh, the recording was the first time they only had performed lead vocals for the band. While then, Misfits lead singer Michael Graves uh, provided backing vocals, just like Rose's did. Yeah. So on October 18th, uh, 97, a live performance of the song was recorded and broadcasted from the uh, studio of the New Jersey-based cable television uh, music show Powerplay, uh, the same studio in which the song was recorded. Yep. Uh, the Misfits' version of Monster Mash was used as in a cross-promotion campaign um, arranged by Deluxo and John Caffiro. 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 That's how you say his okay. last name. Caffiro, I think so. Mm-hmm. Who had directed the Misfits' music videos for American Psycho and dig up our bones. Two great, great uh, videos. 
Especially dig up her bones. Yes, ever yeah. dig up her bones is yeah. one of my favorite. And you I love it so much. I made it my PS, my PlayStation Network handle. Okay, I did that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's pure dedication, right here, buddy. So. It is. Uh, so to create aware, uh, to, to create awareness of a home video release, and the of of the nineteen seventy sixty seven, Reckon based stop motion film. Mad Monster Party, which I, which uh, you know, I had. Uh, Delexo had recently acquired the rights to yeah. the film, and in hopes of restoring it, but could not find a quality print. They eventually found a quality 16 millimeter archives at in New York City, um, with the American Psycho music video as a opener feature. It. Notable attendees at the screen include members of the Misfits, uh, Cafurio, Marco Ramon, Jimmy Gasapo, did I, yeah, yeah, Gasapo, uh, of Murphy's Law, and executive, and, and executives from, from both Giffen Records and Roadrunner Records. Mm-hmm. Um, Deluxe restored Monster Mesh Party from the 16mm print and re-released it on the VHS. And limited numbers. Uh, a music video for the Misfits live recording of Monster Mash was created, intercepting clips from the film uh, with footage from their power play performance, and was intended to be included as a, as a bonus feature on the forthcoming DVD release. However, due to complications over distribution rights, the DVD. The DVD was not released, and the VHS and the VHS version was discontinued. So if Sad you have, day. so if you have those, keep them, you know, because they're gonna be hold on to them. Oh, oh yeah, please hold on to them, or sell yeah. them to us, or sell them to us for yes. a pretty good price. Or the price is one dollar. <laughs> please, yeah, nothing over that. It's a little too steep for my blood. That's right. Uh, so the DVD was not released, and the VHS version was discontinued. Um, a DVD version of the film was eventually released in 2003 by Acre Bay Entertainment, restored on a different 35mm print. As part of the promotion campaign, an image of Boris Karloff as he appears in Mad Monster Party was used under license from his daughter Sarah Karloff and artwork for a 7-inch final release of the Misfits version, Monster Mash. I had that somewhere. I had that somewhere in my parents' house. I need, really? I need to get that back. Oh. Uh, right, yeah. Uh, uh, Perceptive Records used the same image of Carla for the cover of the film's soundtrack album, which was released in September of 98. The Misfit Singer single was intended to be released in the following month, but was delayed due, due to lack of time of priority properly mixed the studio recording. Instead, the, the artwork was used uh, in connection with the with a free MP, MP3 download of the band's live recording of, of Monster Mash, available through their website as a virtual single. Cool. Yeah. The image was used... A virtual single. <laughs> right, virtual single, yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know what that truly means. That's, that's all we have now is virtual single singles. Right. Uh, so like, yeah, in, in 1998, I'm sure that was like future. It's a virtual single, man. Go on here, gotta get my virtual single. It'll never work. It'll never take off. And look at us now. Little did they know. That's all they show now. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, the image was used again to as cover artwork when the finished single was released physically in October '99. As the first thing of the first release of the band's new label, Misfits Records. Oh wow, the which they still have today. Misfits Records is still around. Nice. I, I believe Balzac. Whenever we did our uh, Balzac, yeah, our Japanese band uh, um, episode, I think Balzac is still um, signed to Misfits Records. Oh, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Misfits studio recording of Monster Mash was included in their '01 compilation album, Cuts from the Crypt. And I got that on CD, I think. Oh, Cuts from the Crypt is great, man. man that's yeah. great, yeah. Um, at their insistence yeah. of the band's label, Roadrunner Records, the live recording was omitted from the album and only um, and only uh, the studio version was used. The Misfits recorded a new version of the song featuring Caffrey on the backing vocals for their 2003 album, Project 1950. As Blake is throwing it right now. Yep. Um, so, so by this time, the band had a new lineup consisting of Jerry Only, play, play bass, guitar, and lead vocals, Des Kazina on guitar and backing vocals, and Marky Ramone on drums, not Robo like we thought. Not Robo, yep, um, not Robo on this one. Yeah. Sorry. Robo was a pretty bad Ramone, yeah. Crazy, yeah. yeah. Legendary Ramones, right? Yeah. Um, so only called this version of the song probably the best version we have done. Mm, I'm not sure. About that. I'll I'll agree with them. I'll be the uh, just to just so you guys know that we don't always agree on these things. Uh, it would be boring if we did. We'd both be like, yeah, it's both cool. I prefer the nineteen the Project 1950 version. Right. Um, Which is James prefers the nineteen ninety seven. Uh, Mad Monster Party version right. of the song. And it's okay, because, you know, I mean, it works for the both of us, right? Somebody is wrong here, and we'll let y'all decide who. Wow, that's okay. Wow. Just I probably got to say me, I'm wrong, because I'm usually wrong all the time. Oh, uh, come on. <laughs> oh, no. So listening to this right now, I was like, Blake is an idiot. That's so not a good version. Um, So he says that he's really happy with it, though. Uh, we recorded it several times in the past, and this is the hardest-hitting yeah. version of them all. Uh, so Ramon commented, um, Buster Mash always reminded me of Boris Karloff. Other versions are a lot faster than the original, which was a slower 4-4, four, four, is that 4-4 four four beat? Yeah. I've, I've always liked the way that the drums seemed to come in out of nowhere after Igor walked across the room. Uh, this is meanwhile remarked that if I didn't know any better, Monster Mash could have written, could have been written for the Misfits, which is like they go hand in hand, you know. Misfits has always been like a Halloween, yeah. Halloween band, and that's a great Halloween song. Okay. Uh, yeah. so two separate pressings of the Misfits single were released, both issued on the Seven Minutes Final in '99. The first pressing, the first pressing, had the studio version of both both sides, 
and consisted of a thousand copies, eight hundred on green vinyl, one hundred on red, and a hundred on gold. I don't know which one I had. Because mine, you can see through it. So, I don't Ooh. know. Yeah. Completely Maybe. transparent. Yes, transparent. Thank you. Cool. Uh, it was sold by the band while on tour and was also mailed order through their fiend club, fan club, and official website. A thousand promotional CDs copies, CD copies of the studio album were pressed, were also pressed and used for unlimited solicitation to radio stations. And the second pressing of the vinyl single had the studio version on flat A, which uh, had the live version and the side B consisted of a thousand copies in Glow in the Dark. That's the one that I had, Glow in the Dark. Available exclusively yeah. by mail order the band's website. The single sold out and is no longer in print. Uh, today, we'll be listening to the Aww. 2003 version of Monster Mash. Nope, that's not right. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> we thought we were going to do it. Right. But, uh, we won't be listening to that one. What a okay. freaking tease, man. Alright. No, no, no. Okay, so let's explain here. The, the only reason why we're listening to the 90. 99 version? 94 version? I don't know. Is 90, 99. Yep. I like the 99 version, and yeah. Brosley is so um, generous that he says, why don't we listen to your version? I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. So I thank yep. you for that, you know. So. Let's do it. Um, do you have anything that you want to add before we start this uh, lovely uh, song here? I think... I mean, you guys know how I feel about this band. Um, I love the Misfits, uh, and we're coming up on that time of year. So I spend the whole year listening to the Misfits anyway, but like it's like whenever Halloween comes around, I'm listening to horror punk, everything. Anything. I'm listening to HalloweenRadio.net, any novelty stuff. I've always loved the Monster Mash. I always thought it was a fun song, even when I was a kid. So yeah, these are these are really really cool versions that we're listening to today, and yes, I still love this this uh, 1999 version of the Monster Mash, even though I prefer the 2003. And, nope. Um, I will I will say this, I didn't know. Uh, I I had my I had my um, drummers mixed up. I thought Robo was on the drums for this one, <laughs> but it's Marky Ramone. And that makes it even better because I uh, I love the Ramones as well. So to have one of the Ramones I playing mean, with the Misfits on a great Halloween song just makes it even better for me. So, but this version is really cool because this is the one you were talking about uh, the Rankin Bass uh, stop motion. So for those of you watching on the YouTube channel right now, uh, you're in for a treat. It's it's really yes. cool. Yeah, it is. Okay, so in three, two, one, play. Oh! 
motion mixed in with that uh because i mean rankin bass has always been really cool to me too uh you know just from like uh the island of misfit toys yes yes you know that's that's all that yeah it's just great it's great i wish to god that i was well i was seeing concerts back then i mean because that's my that's the uh misfits that i grew up with you know and i love and I love the, the the fact that they actually yeah yeah I know. mean it, it's that that's my favorite era of the Misfits yeah, for sure yeah yeah and 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 that and that reminds me of like like some of the good days because because lo- looking at that looking at that bass drum with the spikes on it you know Jerry the only guitar had had the yeah. half skeleton <laughs> on it and that's just fantastic you know yeah and and that yeah the imagery was great right and and that and that song to me. Resembled the original Monster Mesh clearly to the like I don't know how they did it, but it made it sound like the original song. I mean, just hyped up a notch, you know. It's very similar. Yeah, very yeah, very similar. And, and, and it that one's that one's a lot closer to the original. Yeah. Uh, the the Project 1950 version is a lot faster. Right. It, with a very similar drum beat so it's got the you know they have the sound effects at the beginning of the 19th of the project 1951 um and the drums start out in that slower beat do da da do da and it's kind of like that slower like the original monster mash beat and then it just you can hear jerry only from the back like one two three four and they just like kick into it and it's like super 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 fast and jerry only comes in he's like good evening and i love that oh yeah yeah that's yeah that's a good part but see i i think the way i think the reason why they did that version like that is because uh they wanted it to feel like 1950 you know because everything back then was like fast and in your face you know yeah 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 and it fit well with the rest of the uh of the rest of the album for that one too so 
I'm glad they I'm glad we have two different versions because yes. Yes. Uh, I love the Michael Graves era. Yes, he's very we'll talk about it whenever we get to our uh, horror punk part two. Michael Graves is a very problematic person. Yeah, but, but I but I still think that Misfits was definitely my favorite. I love all the dig up her bones is like my one of my favorite songs of ever, all time. Ever. Definitely my favorite misfit song. Right. And uh I Uh, you know, it is cool to hear that version and hear him, his very distinct uh, vocals in the, in the you know, doing backup. Um, and it blends and, uh, so well, dude. Jerry only doing it. It blends yeah, it so does well. Blend well. He did it. Yeah. yeah. I, think, yeah. I think that's the reason why I love that version better is because it blends so well with, with Only's voice and, and, and Gray's voice. It just blends like too well. It's, yeah. It, it's scary, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, it really. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, well, cool. Yeah. So that I mean, that what do you think, James? You uh, w- which one you putting these putting these two versions of Monster Mash together for our first ever first ever ca- uh, Cover Wars special Halloween edition? Which one do you go with? Although I do respect, um, what was her name? I can't even remember. All Star Weekend. All Star Weekend. Although I, 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 okay. So although I do respect their version. I'm going to have to give it to Misfits. Gotcha. Because I don't think that that song needed to be so quick, you know. If it wasn't that quick, then, then I would have thought a lot harder than I should have. Um, then, uh, I, then I didn't think hard. I, you know what I'm saying, you know. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to give this one to uh, the Misfits for, for sure. Are you back? Sorry, the internet internet yeah, was yeah, cutting out. It was really bad there. Sorry, I, I didn't catch a lot of that. What you just said. okay? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, whatever you said, I agree with you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I I I think I think it. Wait, okay, so okay, so um, all yeah, what? Okay, so all Star Weekend, right? I do like their version. But I don't feel yeah, like I'll it's... Yeah. Right, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think that the version resembled Monster Master the way I know and love it, right? Their version of the song was way a little bit too faster for yeah, my yeah. for my blood. I like the I, I like the slowness that the yeah. Misfits dealt out. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's clearly yeah. got to go to the Misfits for sure. I'm going to give it to the Misfits too. Just, you know, obviously, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of my favorite bands right, uh, yeah. for sure, but... Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think as far as imagery, as far as uh, staying true to the original, um, I think I think it's. I mean, like Marky Ramone said, it's it's almost like it's almost like the song was written for them. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's anytime I've I've ever hosted a Halloween party or was in charge of playing music for a Halloween party of any kind. I'm going to throw in the monster mash, the misfits version of monster mash. Um, while there's plenty of great ones out there, um, I'm going to get to the misfits as well. Yeah. Uh, just because, uh, it's just, it's perfect. It's perfect for them. Uh, and the Rankin bass, 
Uh, it, you can find that on YouTube like we just watched. Uh, for those of you who might be listening to this that want to go back and watch that, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, but also our weekend also has a music video on that. Uh, uh, the other versions of the Monster Mash that are out there as well with the Christmas version and the rap and all that, those are fun too. And right. uh, if you ever listen to HalloweenRadio.net, you're probably going to hear those versions pop up at some point. Um, and, uh, but, and it's fun. It, it, it that's is. what it's all about. Halloween's just a lot of fun. It's just, uh, it, it, and, and what a great way to kick off, uh, the Halloween season, especially with this podcast, uh, to have these two versions go up head to head, but we've got another really, really good one coming up later on, um, that I think you guys are, are really going to enjoy. And I, the second I found out who the other version was, um, you know, just to give you guys a little, little, a little sneak peek at the next one, uh, and doing research for our next episode, I thought that I found a version of it until I went to go listen to it and realized it was not a cover at all. Uh, and I was like, Oh crap, I need to find another version of this. Can I even find another version of this? That's like worth doing a cover wars episode on. And boy, did I, and I was very surprised to find the version that I did and knowing that it was somebody that we've actually had on the podcast before. So you guys just a little something to look forward to. So, I hope to God. Oh yeah. It'd be fun to get her back on. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try to do that. Yeah cool man um yeah so thank you for listening to the show and uh joining us on the first ever halloween cover wars yeah absolutely uh, so, so please enlighten uh, like you can follow us on facebook and twitter and um scratch that you want to do a mental health minute do you have one yeah, I got one. Okay, I, okay, I didn't know if you didn't. Uh, yep, I threw one in there. Yep, you do. I'm sorry. Back it up. I'm gonna edit this. Good. Okay, All right. You're good. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's do a uh, let's do a mental health minute here. Uh, this is something new we started doing, and uh, I think uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, doing these things just uh, to kind of help with the uh, the the day to day. If you guys are going through kind of a rough time right now, maybe you can take some of these activities or exercises that were doing in these mental health minutes and apply them to your life and maybe they'll benefit you some way. So um, today's mental health minute though, uh, start your day with a cup of coffee. Um, coffee can. Hey Blake. Depression. Blake, Blake, uh, if you can't Blake, drink coffee Blake, because of the caffeine, Blake, try another Blake, good for you drink like Blake, green tea. Read that, read that one more time you cut out. Oh, sorry. You want me to just do the whole thing again? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So for today's mental health minute, I uh, hope you guys can um, take take these that we're doing and these exercises and uh, and things like that to apply them to your daily life if you're going through any type of struggle. Uh, hopefully, it's these to help out in some way. So um, today's mental health minute: start your day out with a cup of coffee. Coffee consumption is linked to lower rates of depression, and if you can't drink coffee because of the caffeine, try another good for you drink like green tea um you know Allie, my wife does not do very well with caffeine um in fact yesterday afternoon she accidentally made a cup of coffee like a regular cup of coffee and she was up most of the night oh no so (laughs) she drinks decaf but she loves coffee um i love coffee i can drink it anytime 
um and uh usually i drink coffee whenever we do these but today i grabbed a bubbly but um (laughs) i uh i love coffee i do think it's a great way to start your day out um it's it's a very comforting drink first thing in the morning especially if you get up kind of early like i do and uh kind of kick start your day a little bit um yeah something as simple as drinking a cup of coffee and if you didn't if you've never tried it what's it gonna hurt hey a question about that bubbly do you think it tastes like tv static if 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 tv static (laughs) had to taste taste tv static Yes, I do think uh, this one tastes like watermelon TV static. No, no, I'm serious because uh, because because you see TV static, right? It's right. Yes, yeah, I yeah, love like, yeah. I love I love these types of drinks. I know I, some I, people are like, "Ew, get those away from me!" But I'm man, like I'm that. telling you, I yeah. love these ahas. Um, is Liquid Death? Are they are they one of these like fizzy water drinks? They have they okay, so so they're. The the water in the black can is that bubbly um stuff okay. right there, but the right, but, right. but the one in the white can is is fresh mountain water. That's the one that I really uh, love because that's fresh. Gotcha, yeah. gotta get in on that. That's right, man. Maybe we'll hear back from hey, maybe. Yeah, hopefully, I, you know, you know, I need to I need to re- rewrite them. So, uh, yeah. So thank you for listening yeah. to the show today. Uh, be sure to share with your friends, families, dog, cats, babies, uh, uncles, aunts. And Lucy, share that with Lucy. And Lucy, she's she's sleepy. Okay, you gotta be quiet. <laughs> so, um, uh, we are available on multiple podcast apps, including Apple Podcast on your iPhone. Uh, so please sure be, uh, so please be sure to rate it uh, five stars and give us a, a review if you'd like to see us grow more and get more guests on the show. Uh, yeah. And we'll read your reviews right here on the show, just like Blake will do right now. Yeah. Um. So we got two here. Uh. This one is from Av Spinelli Four. Uh. They said five star show. Guys are you guys are always a great listen. Great interviews with very special guests. Wouldn't want to miss every new episode. So thank you, um, Av Spinelli Four. Uh, also, Bonk is my dog. Said awesome content. Uh, these guys are so much fun to listen to. A friend of mine recommended this podcast to me, and I couldn't be happier. Um, as someone who loves music and a good story just as much as the next person, these guys do it well, and I can't wait. Uh, and I can't wait to see what they have in store. So, thank you, Bonk is my dog. Bonk is my dog. Whatever that means. Bonk uh, is my well, dog. Maybe I should name Lucy Bonk. I get. Well, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't fit her. It might be a sexual term. I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. Who did? I hope not. Are you Are you hitting on me? I'm married. Are you, okay. Are you, bonk? are you bonking my dog? Nope. <laughs> please don't bonk my dog. Would you stop bonking my dog, please? Right, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, uh, the best way to stay up with us um, today is by following all of our social media, including, but not limited all to. Instagram, oh, yeah. When Words Fail Podcast, Facebook, WFMS Podcast, Twitter, When Words Fail MS. You can also email us to tell us what you want, to, what you want us to talk about in future episodes at When yep. Words Fail Podcast at gmail.com. We're on YouTube at youtube.com, When Words Fail Music right Speaks. Well, yes. And we're on TikTok, finally, under When Words Fail Music Speaks. And 
Blake is on TikTok, but I'll let him explain it to you in just a minute. Um, we're I'm on, on yeah, we're on um, when wordsfieldmusicspeaks.com is on our website, and click click the link below to go to get your when Wordsfield Music Speaks merchandise. It's so Blake, swag, everybody. swag, get your swag, get it, get a swag bag too. I don't know That's if right. we have any swag bags, but get your swag cool. bag. That's right. So Blake, oh, where can our listeners, our very fine listeners, find you, sir? Oh well, you can find me all over the internet. All over, um, and, uh, all over the internet. Maybe even on the dark web. Who knows? Uh, Instagram and Twitter is Blake under excuse me at Blake underscore Mosley M O S E L E Y. I do spell my last name a little differently. There's an extra e in there. Don't forget to sprinkle it in. Uh, I'm on the YouTube YouTube.com/slash Mosley M O S E L E Y Y Y. Um, check out my drum videos that I've been posting of songs at church, including the song uh, that I played uh, sh- the Sugar We're Going Down intro at church. And, uh, and that I got put that song views. on my TikTok. Thousand it's views. got a thousand views already on uh, TikTok. So I put that on the TikTok. Uh, the TikTok is my first video. Um, and uh, I was inspired to do that whenever I got a notification that uh, that you made one for the mm-hmm. podcast. So um and uh, so I will continue to post drum videos on TikTok as well. You can find me on TikTok at Blake Brosley. Um, and uh, sources for this episode come from Wikipedia, themarinatimes.com, and billboard.com. Um, what a fun way to kick off the Halloween season, James. I'm so excited for the rest of these episodes that we're going to do uh, for Halloween and um, to bring you guys all the wonderful content right here on When Words Fail music speaks and uh james it's i'm sad it's over to be honest i know right i wish i I wish we could do a lot more this episode is over i'm really bummed out but um you know all this is going to do is inspire me to go back and uh find some more uh notes for our upcoming episodes and uh just dive right back in nice nice so everybody thank you once again for listening to our show we greatly 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 appreciate it but Absolutely. always remember when words fail. Music speaks. <laughs> Did I do that right? <laughs> uh, bye, guys. All right, y'all. Bye.